This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. And this is Sci-Fi Talk Daily for February 22nd, 2023. Here I look around the internet on news for sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics. Let's start off with Variety.com has a story that I'm very happy to report on Jennifer Reeder's latest horror noir film, Perpetrator. She describes it as a celebration of Girls Gone Wild. It had its premiere at the Berlin Film Festival this February 17th. The film stars Kia McKiernan, Mayor of Easttown, Christopher Lowell, My Best Friend's Exorcism, Melanie LeBird, The Idol, Urin Roach, Candyman, and Alicia Silverstone, Clueless. It's produced by Gregory Shambet for WTF Films and Derek Bishy for Divide and Conquer. Jennifer Reeder was last in Berlin for Knives and Skin. I have been lucky enough to interview her starting at the Tribeca Film Festival, and she's a very talented director. Uh, and you can listen to those podcasts at Sci-Fi Talk, subscribe at Apple Podcasts, and also at CastBox for more on this talented director. And there is more of Sci-Fi Talk Daily with more news in a moment. Variety has an update on Shadow and Bone. Netflix has dropped the trailer for the eight-episode second season. The second season depicts Alina Starkov, played by Jesse May Lee, on the run from an effort to bring down the Shadow Fold and save Ravka. However, General Kirigan, played by Ben Barnes, is also back, and this time he has an army of shadow monsters behind him. The season two cast also includes Archie Renault. Freddie Carter, Amita Suzman, Kit Young, Danielle Galligan, Daisy Head, Callan Scottman, Louis Tan, Anna Logue Brophy, Jack Wolf, and Patrick Gibson. And there is more on this at Variety.com. Megan is coming to Peacock. Deadline reports that the Peacock Network has announced they'll begin streaming the sci-fi horror smash, Megan from Bloomhouse and Atomic Monster, starting this February 24th. That's tomorrow. It's exactly three weeks ahead of its recently secured China release. The film's PG-13 theatrical cut will be accompanied on the platform from an unrated version, only exclusive to Peacock. Megan became the first major hit of 2023 following its January 6th debut statewide, thus far grossing 167 million worldwide and spawning a sequel. Of course, what are you going to call it? Megan 2.0. And that's slated for release on January 17th, 2025. Kayla looks at two fantasy authors. Here are some fantasy writer profiles from Fantasy Magazine. A.I. Chiang is a Chinese-Canadian writer and an immigrant from Fujian. She is a member of HWA, SFWA, and Codex. Her work can be found in F and SF, The Dark, and Uncanny, among others. She is the recipient of Odyssey Workshop's 2022 Fresh Voices Scholarship and the author of Ling Hun. Find her on Twitter at AIJiang and online ijiang.ca. And E.G. Nidham has been creating imaginary worlds since she could hold a crayon, bringing them to life in both art and writing. 
She makes for leaf block prints celebrating the wonders of worlds both real and imaginary, and writes and illustrates books, stories, and poems about adventure, creativity, and looking for wonders everywhere. With an undergraduate degree in linguistics, a background teaching middle school art, and an abiding interest in history, natural history, and art history, she can't go far without encountering something fascinating. On the other hand, she is a poor housekeeper, as is only natural in someone with so many more interesting activities to pursue. Learn more about her art and writing at nightimprints.com. More profiles at fantasymagazine.com. From DC Studios, the latest on Superman and Batman for the Brave and the Bold. This time it's on their ages. Deadline reports that James Gunn is answering fan questions on Twitter and giving hints about Superman and Batman as he and Peter Safran take control of the DC Universe. Gunn and Safran unveiled their plans for the first phase of the DC characters called Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters. And also Brave and the Bold, where Superman would be much younger, with Batman close in age. When a fan asked Gunn if the Dark Knight would be played by an actor in his early 30s, the DC Studios had replied, quote, he hasn't been cast yet, end quote. Another fan was surprised by Gunn's answer that they believed the new Superman would be 25 years old. Quote, nope, it keeps getting repeated, but I never said that. Gunn clarified. More at Deadline.com. The saga of DC Studios continues. Deadline also has a story of Rutina Wesley playing Marina in The Last of Us. She recently admitted that taking on the role was something terrifying. Quote, it's terrifying playing a character that's been established, even though it's a game, she told Entertainment Weekly in an interview but I was always up for the challenge of playing her in my way and putting my energy on it to see what people would think of that, end quote. Wesley joined the series in episode six as Maria, the leader of a settlement where Pedro Pascal's Joe finds his brother Tommy, played by Gabriel Luna. Maria and Tommy are married and have a baby on the way, which is the reason Wesley feels her character gravitated to Bella Ramsey's Ellie. And there is more on this at Deadline.com. Deadline also has a story on J.K. Rowling's transphobic comments and yet another apology. The BBC has apologized to J.K. Rowling for the second time in less than a month after she was accused of having transphobic views on a live current affairs show. In a discussion about the Harry Potter video game Hogwarts Legacy on BBC Radio Scotland's Good Morning Scotland show, A transgender woman said she boycotted the game because it was being used to fund the anti-trans movement. Carrie Marshall, a writer and broadcaster, said, quote, This is having a measurable effect on trans people's lives and potentially our safety, too. I think that's why so many trans people are concerned about the game, end quote. The BBC said it reviewed audience complaints about the discussion, which broadcast on February 10th. In a statement, it said the exchange did not meet editorial standards. Quote, the debate got into the issue of gender identity and claims were made about J.K. Rowling's views. We accept that the program failed to challenge these claims and acknowledge that our contributors gave their opinion as fact. End quote. 
this according to the BBC. The apologies and the many apologies don't seem to be working. She said something that I don't agree with, and it's wrong, in my opinion. Mandela reports on a Hellboy reboot. Yes, they're doing it again. Variety.com reports that Hellboy is getting another reboot. Kim Murphy writes, A reboot feature of Hellboy, titled Hellboy the Crooked Man, will begin production in March, Millennium Media announced Saturday. Brian Taylor, who co-directed the Crank films and Gamer with Mark Neveldin, and solo directed the 2017 horror comedy Mom and Dad, will helm the picture. Mike Mignola, the creator of the Hellboy comics, co-wrote the script with Chris Golden. The story will follow Hellboy, the summon demon turned reluctant hero, as he teams up with a rookie agent to uncover a secluded witch community in 1950s Appalachia. The script draws from the comic Hellboy, The Crooked Man, which debuted in July 2008. Millennium Media first acquired the rights to the property in 2018. The banner had previously worked with Summit Entertainment to produce a 2019 feature adaptation of Hellboy, starring David Harbour. Casting announcements for the upcoming reboot will be made in the coming weeks. More at Variety.com. This is Mandla reporting. Variety has, has a story on an intriguing film I'll be watching. Uncork Entertainment has acquired North American rights for the suspense sci-fi thriller I'll be watching from Lubit Media Sales at the European Film Market in Berlin. The film has also been picked up by Falcon Films in the Middle East and North Africa, while Dolphin Midian has taken the German-speaking territory rights. The film's directed by Eric Bernard, Free Dead or Alive, and stars the 100 stars Eliza Taylor and Bob Morley, along with Brian Batt, 12 Years a Slave, David Keith, an officer and a gentleman, Andrew Fearman, VHS, and Seth Michaels, Red Notice. In the film, Czech genius husband Morley is away on a work trip, while Julie, Taylor, is still trapped mourning the loss of her sister and is trapped in their new isolated home and must fight her own fears to stay alive. It sounds intriguing, I I have to admit. I'm kind of curious. This is Sci-Fi Talk Daily for February 22nd, 2023. This is Tony Tolado along with my AI buddies, but they're real people behind those voices. Until next time.